we might not have friends anymore. I know. Yeah, <laughs> we might right. not have too many friends. We've been barred. Oh that's yeah. Right. It's hey, look, fam families families have fun with each other. You know what I mean? Families have fun with each other. How are we doing? The chaos is already off and firing in full effect here on this Friday, man. It is Chaos Theory with Wags and Double R on Texas Sports Unfiltered. Hopefully you guys have already smashed that subscribe button. If you haven't done so already, make sure you're pounding it. Tell five friends right now. And also if you're mobile, make sure you're hitting us up on that uh code a text line 512-222-9328 i'm at not the fake wags on twitter and rodney is at the rodney r you can hit me up on the gram at the wagner wire and rodney is at the underscore rodney r what's up dude i'm good man um just um you know this is this is when i get excited about the holidays um you know it's like okay as we start getting to the stretch run right here it's like okay and now i'm starting to feel it you, you know not that i'm not that i'm a grinch i mean my family says that i am but uh it's like it's a lot of build up you know but it, it's like okay here we are i mean it's finally time i mean you can kind of sense it right there you can smell that christmas spirit um damn i went to whoa well, yeah what, it gets, it gets uh, a little dark in here that? what um <laughs> I got, I'm, I'm monitoring different programs oh, okay, and, okay. and software stuff, so sometimes I got to overclock. Uh, yeah. But what makes you grinchy, so to speak? What What is it about the holidays that turns you off? Is it just like, is it all the all the kinetic activity and all the, the action that you got to do, I guess, going to shops and getting your last-minute well, runs in? I have a huge problem to where it, it's it's so much about what what – what you were getting, you know, I'm going to get this for Christmas and all that stuff. I think it's much more important to be, to be in the giving spirit than the yeah. getting. So are you, uh, a are you a procrastinator? You strike me as like a, the dude that gets Christmas gifts at the last minute. Dude, I've got shit that ain't going to show up on time. And I it's like, it. I, I, knew it I've already told people, I'm like, look, I got you something really cool, but you may not fucking get it till after January 1st. But it, um, there's, no, there's no excuse for that. We got Amazon. We got all kinds of, of ordering, right you know, companies or, or whatnot that can get you the products that can ship the products to you in a matter of time. Oh, Rodney, you can even get it in three days if you're a Prime subscriber or a Prime member. Well, I don't know what I did wrong, but it, uh, no, no, but it, it's, you know, I, I don't know. It, to me, it's so much about, uh, I mean, the holiday spirit, it's about being together. It's about, uh, you know, loving life. It's about, you know, creations and, and, and all of that. And it just seems that to me over the past, you know, 10 or 15 years, it's gone so much about the, uh, the mercantile part to where it's like people wanting to sell. The whole Black Friday thing drives me up the freaking wall. And I'm glad that that's finally kind of tailored back a little bit because for a lot of people, it's like, okay, the first sense of Christmas is Black Friday. Let's go out there and spend all this money and... and uh, well, I mean, I think Cyber Monday is kind of taking that off. Hell, you're getting Black Friday deals now at the at the start of December. So, yeah, I think that that whole and I, and I'm I'm sure they've done this to kind of get rid of the rush and stuff, right? Like the 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 day after Thanksgiving rush to where you got to go in and get all the damn deals or whatnot. They kind of created a monster in doing that. I think they're trying to go away from that, and that's why you're seeing the deals start trickling out towards like december 1st and whatnot man i love christmas it's one it's my favorite holiday man um i don't know i i i don't want to say that i'm a a mean person or a mean-spirited person when it's not christmas but i'm definitely a lot more kinder um around december than i am put it this way if you see me on the highway if you see me on the road i'm probably going to let you get into a spot um that I wouldn't normally let you into because you know how those people come at the last minute and try to get, you know, onto the on-ramp or whatever. And, Oh my God, you know, I've only lived in Austin for fucking 20 years. I don't know that this is a, this is an on-ramp and I was supposed to get over, you know, about a half a mile ago, but I'm going to use my time because it's more important than everybody else's time yeah. and cut people off. Yeah. I'm usually the guy that doesn't let you in. Yeah. All right. And yeah, that's not, no. I'm not just trying to be petty. It's my, it's the, the fact that my time is just as important as your time. You you made a bad decision, uh, uh, you know, uh, error in judgment by thinking that you could butt in front of everybody and get up here to the front of the line. We don't give front of the line privileges yeah. here, buddy. Yeah. You, wait, you wait in the line with everybody else. I mean, every, every everybody uh, is and, in a rush. And Rodney, to that, though, I'm also the person that doesn't cut up and skip lines. Like, I will yeah. do what it takes to sit in the damn line and – 
be the nice guy and finish last because that's yeah. usually what happens. But when yeah. I see the person trying to cut in front of me, now you're getting behind me, buddy. It's up to the person mm -hmm. behind me to let you in. Yeah. Every everyone right now, it's, it's rush, 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 rush. I mean, it, it's like when you start talking about mental health, I mean, you look at the, the holidays right here. I mean, it, it's a really rough time for people because but this shouldn't be the roughest time of mental health problems for people. This should be the time that that you're enjoying things. And like what Double D was saying right there, it's not about what am I getting or what am I giving? Am I going to disappoint kids. somebody? It, it's like, yeah, the kids, man. It's like, you know. And that's where that that's where it's so cool for me that my kids are grown that my girls are grown because now that they've been gone and they come back it's like okay we're just happy hanging out we just want to hang out with our parents we want to see our grandparents you know uncles aunts and and it's like okay that that's good that means that we did our job right I feel that we taught them the right way that that's what they look forward to um, you know at this time of year and it's um, I don't we don't really travel and go all around that much anymore. Usually I try to be the anchor and try to be the host. How, I mean, most of our family's back East, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? So, and, and I'm, I mean, we're, we're going this year, we're going back East this year, but it, it's not too often that I take the family and, and head back East, man. We came to Texas for a reason. Um, I like it here. I love it here. Uh, don't plan on leaving anytime soon. So yeah, um, people need to come here to visit for Christmas. Yeah. Then, uh, yeah. To visit is the key word. To visit, yeah. not stay. Um, GTFO. Yeah, Get yeah. We, uh, we're we're full. <laughs> you know, what I mean? we're full here, yeah. man. Yeah. Um, Wags, anyways, dude, uh, I, I want to ask you something. Uh, speaking of the holiday spirit, I, I saw this come up. I, th I think our man Jake was actually asking this on on the uh, on the morning show with the guys. Um, hear about what's going on at Alabama, Alabama football. No, no. What's Let up? Let me read you from the New York from the New York Post. A University of Alabama football player was arrested Wednesday for knowingly spreading a sexually transmitted or uh, transmitted disease. Do we have the play? They probably can't disclose that. Can oh, uh, oh, I got it. I got it. Offensive tackle Elijah Pritchett Pritchett was charged with a Class C misdemeanor. Uh, and is facing uh, fines and up to three months in jail. He was released on a $500 bond, but the dude is out there knowingly spreading some STDs, my man. <laughs> How did he know? Did he, go, did he go and get a test? Like, first off, what's the STD? Uh, let me see. Does it mention what the STD is? I don't know. Let me let me dive in right here. Uh, records of the case, uh, it's sealed for now. But um, no public statement from Alabama. But um, <laughs> let's see here. While Pritchett has had a relatively my guess is it's, it's, time it's in Alabama, that doesn't got, have symptoms, right? It's probably something that you're not going to be. I, I mean, I I don't know what. I'm I'm assuming STD. All STDs have symptoms, except for uh, what is it? Uh, Chlamydia or chlamydia, or, right? But yeah, chlamydia yeah. even even has like a little bit of a symptom to where you it has like leakage or, or shit or something. I don't the drip, know. the drip, Doctor Drip. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. One of those um, things. Well, you, you know, it's HIPAA, HIPAA, HIPAA I mean, compliance. I mean, HIPAA compliance. No, I feel yeah, you there, Daryl. Yeah. Uh, but you know what? We're not under HIPAA right here. <laughs> so yeah. Um, yeah, we don't we don't give a hip about that. Yeah, but no, um, I mean, yeah, actually, so that, I mean, I'm still HIPAA certified, as a matter of fact. Oh, but look at this guy. Yeah, how about that? I had to get certified for Winter Warriors Battalion. But anyways, um, to this subject, I would say the young man, um, if you're knowingly spreading a disease, that's that's absolutely fucking foul. That is just yeah. absolutely foul, man. Um, I, I don't know how to punish this. I don't even know... Uh, one, because it's it's a personal matter, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, um, I don't know. This is this is out of my echelon. Uh, I don't even know if can can the can the institution suspend because of these infra or uh, hell, they're not infractions. They're they're charges. These yeah. are, I mean, I'm, I'm sure it's going to yeah. go down to criminal meeting, charges. Yeah. I don't even know how it's going to get charged. But I mean, damn, dude, this this is. This is horrendous. It's it's gross. Yeah. It's yeah. it's just absolutely gross and, and inhumane, honestly. And, 
And I, I, and I know that talking about it. Sorry. And, and, <laughs> I know that Bucky always does, you know, the weekly he does, you know, tips to kids in the car line and all that. So here's a tip. Um, kiddos, if you know that you have something going on, something don't look right, number one, get that figured out. And at the same time, number two, don't be out there shaking that thing around and infecting people because that's that's not a it's good thing. It's not just that. I mean, you have a responsibility to your partner or to whoever you're having sex with. To it's, it's respect. Yeah. Re yeah. Right. It, it is, hey, man, maybe I shouldn't. My dipstick ain't exactly got the cleanest oil in it right now. You know, maybe I shouldn't put it in your car. You know, yeah. I mean, or, or hell, whatever fucking analogy you want to use, man. I mean, damn, dude. Yeah. Now, nah, thanks for telling me that story there, Rodney. I hadn't. This is why I usually stay off the Twitter and everything. Mm -hmm. Usually, so what I do with Twitter guys, like my posts, are usually set up and scheduled through TweetDeck, right? And then sometimes, like if I'm watching a game, like if I'm if I'm having sporadic tweets or whatever, then I'm live tweeting and stuff like that. But usually, I try to make it to where I stay off social media altogether, just because it puts me in a bad mood and makes me spiral out of control sometimes. And one, I don't like seeing half the shit that's on there because it just provokes me and, and makes me a little bit angry, right? Um, Especially stuff with like, you know, political stuff and like the war and stuff like that. Yep. Like I, that's, that is flooding a lot of social media right now. And a lot of it isn't even facts. It's a lot of yeah. uh, propaganda and shit like that. So um, I don't even like to read opinions about it because it just makes me think that we've lost... Um, you know, we've lost all hope in society when I hear some of these dumb opinions and they actually believe some of the shit on the internet is real. So I just try and stay off of there as much as possible and interact with you guys. Um, yeah. But I do give you the Twitter handles. That way you guys can give a, you know, an opinion to us or whatnot. But usually I stay off there for the most part just so I can stay away from all the crazies. I'm crazy enough, guys. I'm crazy. Yeah. Enough. We all know that. I'm I'm crazy enough. Here, here we go, Wags. Hey, Wags. Wags from the Code of Text line. From the code of text line, 222-9328. Uh, Wags, chill and smoke a joint. Who said from that, the, Tom? From the code of text line. No, I don't, I don't know who that is. That's a 699 number. Um, let's see. Chill uh, and smoke, I don't even. Yeah, I don't. That's what I usually do, man. But I don't really go with the paper, man. Usually I, it's in a bowl or something well, like that. Well, I do want to ask you. eat a bowl of Wheaties. I do want to ask you this from the code of text line, because like, like we've talked about so many different times where, I, you know. I'm antiquated. I'm Atari 2600. I have no idea about this shit. But we're in the holiday spirit right now. So from that code of text line, we get WAGS. Should I make that switch from Xbox to a PC? I'll let you handle that. So because see, I'll be here, like, here's the huh? thing with that. Like, that is a tough question. So if you're going to go, you're talking about changing. I mean, it's still gaming, right? But you're changing in culture. So, yeah. and what I mean by that is, you're essentially going from like a 500 scale of gaming. Like what you usually would spend on a, on a console is around 500 to 600, depending on a you know PlayStation five or an Xbox. Right. But if you, if you get a PC, right now, now follow me on this. If you get a PC, a, a computer game, if you go with like steam or, or anything like that, you are unlocking your entire catalog of gaming means meaning you'll have a machine that can play any type of video game out there you won't just be restricted to exclusive games that are you know associated with a specific console or whatnot or an you know exclusive to a console or whatnot um th again there's still some there, there's still some games that were titles that don't go to pc that are only out for console but i mean the hell if you got that xbox you know and you still have the PC, you're still going to upgrade to the PC. I don't imagine you're going to get rid of your Xbox as well. But yes, yeah. so PC, it's it's tough. It's difficult to get started. But once you have your your base set up and your base PC and all your gear and, and hardware done, you're fine. You only need small upgrades, you know, every now and then. And usually that big upgrade is going to be your GPU, your graphics card. But yeah. that's the thing, right, guys? Like you're going from 500 from a $500 type of expense to probably if you really want it done right if you really want it done right at least $2,500 that you're spending on a on a PC which mm. it's crazy I know it's a lot of money but it truly does unlock gaming double D thank you so much for that donation we appreciate it man Merry Christmas and happy holidays thank you for that question on the on the code of text line I appreciate that man um yeah that's a that's gaming in a nutshell guys it's fantastic don't now look you're paying, you're getting absolutely for what you pay for. 
100 mm -hmm. but you have to understand like if you're going into the gaming realm if you're going into the pc realm it's a it's just a changing culture in terms of finance man you are you're you're going to spend a, a pretty penny on it now i mean there's only one way to get into gaming and that's full force dude that's, yeah. that's yeah. just full force so mm -hmm. anyways thanks for the thanks for the question rodney but uh right. thursday night football right. One more question on, on, on gaming. Go ahead. So are, are you familiar with iRacing? iRacing. Okay. iRacing. iRacing. Um, so this is something. It's, it's a gaming system that race car drivers use to where they actually set themselves up a racing simulator. I mean, it, it's like pedals, steering wheel. I mean, it, it's like being in a race car and you've got the... You've got the screens all around you to where you're actually like you can simulate racing. Oh, it's total board. immersion. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking about setting myself up one of those units to race competitively around the country with with. I mean, you you've got NASCAR guys that do this. Well, and, and what I'm thinking what's about stopping you? What? Well, my that's that's my question. To you is 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 it a finance thing? Is it a space? I thing? don't I don't know what the fuck to buy. Well, I'm your so, guy. so I will be going if you to give you, me, if you if you give me an open budget, I will well, get everything bad. But um, I'll just I'll just kind of give you the nuts and bolts on how it works, and and you can help me out, and you can help me out. Um, I'm all for that, man. I'll probably end up sleeping over at your house most of the time, uh, dude. So, I, I so think I'm, I'm imagining that you can pick with this simulator. I'm imagining you can pick any course in the anything. world, or is it just anything. specified to North America? Anything. You can do dirt. Uh, you can do, uh, you know, NASCAR tracks, you can, you can race road courses, whatever. And, and that's the crazy thing about it, that you may be out there in this simulator, you're out there driving and you may have Dale Earnhardt Jr. next to you. That's how popular this thing is. That's I mean, crazy. it's like that's... all this, look it up. It, it's I racing study that and hook my ass up. Wife Maybe would not... definitely leave me if I did that. Sadly. Um, yeah, so I the thing that I want, the new toy that I want is a I want a VR headset, but I don't know I don't know if it's worth the money just yet cuz I want to wait for the software to kind of get upgraded a little bit more. Like I've been on some decent VR uh modules or in in software and whatnot. And matter of fact, those of you guys if you're really looking for a awesome uh virtual reality experiment if you guys are into shooters or, or in in the games like that if you're up around the dallas fort worth area in the flower mound area specifically there is a a venue called eva and i'm trying Dude, it's i like, saw it i saw it i was just there when we were there last weekend uh for the graduation we went to eat in flower mound and i fucking drove right by that dude <laughs> so you you hold it you put a helmet on and you hold a gun right or you hold like a an apparatus, a gun apparatus, but you log in and Rodney, I, it, this experience that I had doing this thing, um, was pretty, I don't know if you guys have ever seen ready player one, uh, the, the adaptation by the novel of Ernest Klein, um, very well done by Spielberg. I thought, I think it's Spielberg that did the adaptation, but anyways, uh, they, they show you a little bit of kind of what it's like to be in a virtual and actually totally immersion of virtual reality, right? This isn't completely fully immersed, but you're still pretty damn virtual. I mean, it is, it's fun. I, I found myself trying to do combat hard targeting, like three points of targeting, and I'm not having that like space or that type of cover next to me, man, but it's so real. Like I'm trying to set cover. And as I was trying to, provide cover feeling or thinking that it's going to be like an actual physical property i actually went through it because it was virtual right so i'm trying to yeah. hard cover and everything trying to make three points of contact and i'm falling through the damn space and i had to reset it's so it's so cool it's so i, I mean i wish i had video to to capture it for you guys to actually give you like a, a visual aid reference to show you it's phenomenal um again i don't know how many of our viewers and listeners are into gaming but i i highly recommend it if you are Get on up there to Flower Mound or whatnot and check out this place. Yeah, it's called EVA. Um, it, it's, it's, fun. it's definitely fun. Pretty kick-ass campus. It, it um, really but cool. yeah, that that be the that's the next line where I want to go. Like, and of course, people that know my story, man, I want to be you know part of the breakthrough in the evolution and yeah. yeah. or revolution of, of gaming, right? Like, I want to I want to be in that next VR concept. Like, I want to be the the person in the back end that's that's developing it and bringing it to the people. So. 
Yeah. Um, it's been a dream of mine. It's, I love it. Uh, I like I it. The hardest part is finding out how to get to that avenue of approach to develop it and create that. Um, but now we're we're kind of there. We found the bridge to get there, and we just gotta. I don't know. We gotta climb, man. We gotta climb and and keep shooting for a dream. But that's what I want to do, man. Um. All right. A lot of other people have dreams with football and professional sports and stuff like that. We did have some Thursday night football that we need to talk about, Rodney. Um, if you are in the fantasy football playoffs and you were going up against Puka Nakua, <laughs> you are probably hurting yeah. because I am going up. I, one, I was going up against Cup, and I, I, I went up against the stack last night. The guy that I went up against had Cup and Nakua, and mm, I was – you know, think I didn't even watch the game live. I recorded the game and went to watch the Iron Claw. We'll talk about that in just a second. Don't say too uh, much. All right, I won't. I won't. I Don't mean, if you know much. the story, you know the story, though, right? But yeah. they leave a lot of. I'll, I'll, we'll talk about it in a second. But anyways, Puka Nakua spotted me up for thirty-three points in fantasy, and then thankfully, thankfully, Cup had a very, very modest night with only seven. In my in my league, I'm sure, or excuse me, might have been seven fifty, somewhere around seven to eight. But mm -hmm. thankfully, he didn't go off and, and you know go crazy like he was projected to get seventeen or or twenty or whatnot. But still, I'm in a little bit of a bind. I got Nakua. I had Nakua and um, Cup going up yep. against me. The Rams looked pretty damn good last night, man. I'm telling you. I'm telling are you, they, uh, are they the sleeper for your NFC, Rodney? I mean, dude, that might actually come to fruition. What we were talking I, about. I have been, I have been talking about this to where it seems like to me with the Rams, if they can keep everybody upright and healthy, that they could be. It, it's like, I mean, what if you get the Rams and Buffalo in the Super Bowl? I mean, because to me, those are the two teams that I, I don't think, think that, go in. You think that's actually possible? I, I dude, I, I mean, I, I'm not gonna sit here and throw down a five thousand unit lock on this thing, but I really seem like they could be the two disruptors, you, you know, with each conference because, you know, like like I've said, you know, with Dallas and, and and Detroit and all that on the NFC, I'm not buying in on them. Kansas City, I'm not sure about those guys either. Um, you know, it, it's the the Rams and Buffalo. They really seem like they're getting healthy at the right time. They're peaking, and like we talk about, Wags. They're playing fucking playoff football every week. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah. they got to win every game. And the Rams last night, man, that was, I mean, the Saints. I mean, talk about a lit down right there because I know a lot of people were kind of putting in the Saints right there to win the South. But, God damn, you should have turned on that thing last night if you're a Saints fan. Yeah, that, this, is um, a game, this is a game that you could have, that you should have been able to yeah. get, right? Um, we, we talk about, you know, traveling the road of mediocrity in terms of the NFC and with the Rams and whatnot. And, you know, thinking that they could be the sleepers, but uh, damn, dude, to that point, you thought that the Rams would be able to at least show a little bit of some vulnerabilities for the Saints to come out there and actually put the Rams away, right? And, and, right. and start to solidify themselves as the the stewards of the, the South for the NFC, yeah. right? But that's not, that's not happening. As a matter of fact, Rodney, I, I think I mentioned it yesterday. Uh, or two days ago, I think you're going to start seeing the Buccaneers emerge as the South, um, the Stewarts of the South for uh, for ten, or excuse me for the NFC. Um, they look again. I'm probably just a prisoner of the moment, uh, seeing what Baker has been able to do. I mean, again, he's not. I'm not living off the ceiling of four touchdowns for Baker. I'm I'm living off the decision making ability of Baker Mayfield, and also the the fact that. I mean, Tampa must feel like they actually have a run at this thing. I mean, or else, why not wouldn't you kind of, you know. Tank. Court, not, <laughs> not tank, but I was going to use a, a better verb. Uh, yeah. Court Mike Evans out to try and get a return on your investment. Um, or, or gradually exit out of the season instead of tank, Rodney. But yeah, tank, so to speak. Um I don't know why you would be making a run at this thing if you didn't think that you had the players to do so, right? So I think the pieces are in place. Clearly, Baker's not your franchise quarterback, right, for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but he is a placeholder at the moment. He's not Mr. Right. He's Mr. Right now. We've heard that cliche, right? Mm -hmm. 
maybe they are able to get some decent stock with the quarterback. Maybe a quarterback drops to him uh, or what, you know, you're seeing a, I don't think may will fall to him, but maybe a Bo Nix. I mean, I think Bo Nix mm-hmm. did pretty damn good for his stock, you know, coming out of the, coming out of the collegiate football, you know, this year, I think he's going to do pretty damn good. I just don't know if he's a first round draft pick. He could be late first rounder or middle of the round first rounder, but anyways, it appears that's what, uh, you know, that that's what they'll they'll be playing for, so to speak. So we'll, yeah. I don't know. We'll we'll see, Rodney. It's it's tough. It's going to be a tough situation. I totally agree with you, Wags. I mean, when you really look at the South right now, and, and I mean the South, it, I mean it's wide open. I mean it's like okay, who who wants to who wants to take that sure. next step? And it does seem like to, to me that Tampa Bay is kind of the the more dirty team right now. That that like you're talking about with Baker. Tampa Bay still got Trask, right? Or, uh, like we still haven't seen Trask. I saw what he did in Florida. He had a huge arm in Florida. We just yeah. haven't seen that been able. I don't know if that's going to be able to develop at Tampa Bay, but you'd think that they know with what they have so far. If they haven't, if they weren't able to put Trask in front of Baker Mayfield, that goes to show you that they know that, or they don't believe in the arm strength or the elite arm strength of Trask that he had in college. So I don't know, maybe, maybe Baker is Mr. Mr. Right. And and like you said, I mean, I definitely think he is Mr. Right now. I mean, he, he is what he is going to get them in the playoffs. I mean, he is definitely going to get them in the playoffs. And if it all shakes out the way it's supposed to, it's going to be Mayfield taking on the Cowboys, uh, you know, the, and, and it's going to be a Tampa Bay home game. So, I mean, there you go, a big opportunity right there for him to, to knock off Dallas. But That's not I mean, happening, though. Uh, Dallas, Dallas will beat Tampa Bay in the playoffs. It's a road game, dude. Oh, shut the hell up. <laughs> road game. No, but, uh, yeah, I mean, that, that is the whole thing in there. So so what do you do if you are Tampa Bay? I mean, you've got you got the bullets. Uh, you got the bullets there waiting, supposedly. You've got the next quarterback in line right there. But but seriously, Wags, you and I have been talking about it since this show started, since Chaos Theory fired off. We were both um, the expectations for Baker Mayfield. I, I think we thought that he was going to be doing this, and, and he's – He's put them in a place. I mean, Atlanta's not going to win the South. Uh, I mean, when you want to talk about New Orleans. Atlanta can't get out of their own way. I know. That's the problem. And, and the shitty part for them is they seem to have everything in place right there, but it's it's like, you know, whatever. I well, mean, they need quarterback play. We, we discussed that a little bit yesterday. They need, yeah. they need quarterback yeah. play. And the other part is, I mean, you think if you're a Saints fan, I mean, and, you know, we're about to be in the uh, deep in the heart of New Orleans coming up. Dude, that's just days away that we're going to be heading down there. It, um, you know, here's here's your man coming in from the Raiders. He's going to be the franchise quarterback. He's going to replace Drew Brees. Not so much, man. Not so much. And and the one thing that that people were talking about yesterday as we previewed this game, right? It's this if the Saints had anything like a backbone to lean on or whatever, it was their defense, and their mm-hmm. defense just looked th- like just awful. They they were pitched up. Uh, yeah. I saw yeah. it in the chat line uh, earlier. I don't know where it went, but yeah, they did a they ran a draw on like third and fifteen or third and twenty. You know, what I mean, that's that that's a surrender punt. That's a layup. You know, or or you're 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 giving the enemy a white flag, so to speak, man. Or at least that's what I think. You don't you don't have a play. You don't have a better play in your script. To get you twenty yards, yeah. You know what I mean? No, and yeah. uh, don't get me wrong. Like I get it. You know what I mean? You you put the ball in the air. Three things happen, and two of them are bad. And if your defense is in a sub package and they're playing off the line, then you might have a a decent shot. But still, I mean, run some verticals and then get an underneath yeah. route, and then hopefully, you know, you you get somewhat of, you know, somewhat of a damn, you know, hopeful yeah, hopeful conversion or whatnot. But yeah, it's it's almost like they've given up. They don't know, you know. They don't even think they're going to win the damn South themselves. But, I, I mean, you can't take away from what the Rams did last night. Nakua was fantastic. I thought Williams was was great, too, on the ground. So, I, I mean, the Rams, it's like you said, they're playing good football. Everything's clicking yeah. so far at the right time. And Stafford looked good. I mean, no interceptions from Stafford last night, a plus 300 game. Maybe, maybe the injuries, you know, the prolonged injuries or whatnot have kind of eluded you know, the Rams and, and they're a little bit healthy going into the playoffs at the right time. Yeah. Yeah. That, that That's, that's a whole thing right there to where it's like Alabama, the Rams are playing with a sense of urgency. It, it does seem like to me that Merry Christmas, Mr. Hinojosa. It, it does seem like the saints have given up and it's, it's like, why you, you are still in the, I mean, You're in the court. yeah, yeah. You know, you know, I don't get it. Um, Wags from the Dakota text line. 
This says, uh, appreciate it. I've been on the fence line on if I should, but I'm going to pull the trigger. And yeah, definitely going to keep the box and put it on the big screen. So there you Wait, go. Are they All right. So also, um, if you're getting a PC, you're going to want a monitor as well too, right? So yeah. you're going to want something that's going to get you, uh, you know, clear 1440 and then also, you know, at least 144, 165. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, frames per second like that's the big thing frames per second is is really what you're going to go with here um but you know pcbuilder.com that's a really good you know resource to use to help you piece together your pc i liked building mine um if you're not handy with doing that type of stuff or not you know type of crafty and and with assembling stuff and, and shit like that um or not tech savvy you know hit me up i'll help you i'll walk you through it and stuff like that uh don't pay for you know a a place to to put your computer together for you man that's the actual experience yourself is building it building your own rig man uh, i wish i could pull my camera off and actually see, show you what i got going down see here, and that's where wag see see a lot of gaming and all that i don't understand but what you're talking about right there when it comes to monitors and all these different things i mean my whole life has been well not my whole life but the last 20 years for me has been streaming so I totally get what you're talking about right there with resolution and all the different stuff right there. I've got computers laid all around this desk right. and monitors and all that. So that part I can totally get. Hey, you also get, and I do want to give you these wags um, because I know that there will not be a Wagner wire on, on Sunday unless you just do it uh, a renegade style, which I wouldn't put it past you. But uh, Wag, should I start uh, Godwin or Najee Harris at Flex coming up. Oh, I'm going to go with That's Godwin right now. Najee Harris, even though it's a running back and you, you, you know, you get some somewhat guarantees with a running back, there's really not a guarantee coming out of that Pittsburgh backfield, mm-hmm. right? I mean, TJ or TJ Warren, uh, Warren should be fantastic. Also, um, or not fantastic, but Warren should be able to, to take totes away from, from Harris as well. And what had, let me ask you a question. What has, you know, Pittsburgh, shown you to make you wanting to validate, you know, giving a roster spot to Najee Harris over Godwin. We just talked about how Baker Mayfield and the Buccaneers have been on a somewhat of a tear offensively, uh, basically going on a warpath here in the NFC and uh, showing some pretty damn productive football on the offensive side of things. So, uh, and, and Godwin's a big part of that. So is Mike Evans. Of course, Mike Evans is a huge part of that. Uh, but the two play off of each other, right? And as long as ba- ba- as long as Baker is performing at the way that he is, the level that he is, I have no reason but to think Godwin's going to get more points than Harris. No. However, it's the playoffs, so uh, you know all scenarios are considered. If you're in a huge hole or whatnot, and you have to play somewhat of a, an aggressive style, I would go with Godwin because he's got clearly the higher ceiling. Um, but if you're yeah. just looking for a layup, if you're looking to play kind of conservative with a little bit of a cushion, maybe Najee Harris. Um, maybe more guaranteed points with Najee Harris, but a, a higher floor, uh, but a way higher ceiling for Godwin, if you understand that analogy. Uh, good question, though. Thank you. I appreciate it. Of course, you know, it is the perfect time of your year for watching sports or playing video games and watching any type of you know, programming that you might have, but you do it with audiovisual consultations. 512-255-8678. That's avconsultations.com. I got two 4K televisions right behind me. We just talked about monitors and everything for resolutions. Consult with audiovisual consultations. They can help you out with that as well. Uh, if you don't know what you want in your house, they got a gallery of projects on their website at avconsultations.com that they have been able to build over the past 35 years since 1988 in setting the standard in audiovisual automation as they've been piecing together all these projects around our community, man, they've been doing great work. And I'm telling you right now, if you don't have an idea, you'll see that gallery of projects and then you will get an idea. It's the perfect time. It's the perfect holiday gift right now. 512-255-8678. That's avconsultations.com. Hey, speaking of the Steelers, I, d- I do want to ask you, I don't think I asked you this yesterday. So uh, your, your thoughts as if things couldn't get worse for the Steelers. <clears throat> I mean, obviously, you know, talking about the future of Tomlin right there. How about old George Pickens over there? Doesn't want to throw any blocks. You know, he's got Cincinnati calling his ass out. And, and it's like saying uh, that he doesn't want to get he doesn't want to risk the fact of getting, getting hurt. Getting hit. Dude. Maybe. That See is that? part of football, man. Blocking is part of football. 
Dude, I'd be like, well, you know my I, hip. And I don't know how Pickens didn't lose the locker room at oh, that point. Dude, I would have been like, you know, well, my hip had been a little sore. I just think that that wasn't the time to throw a block. Man, when you readily admit, I don't want to risk getting hurt. Come on, man. What the hell was that, man? He that was not, a, um, this is a shit. hot take. This is such a super sizzling hot take. He will not be a Pittsburgh Steeler for long. Yeah. yeah. He will not be a Pittsburgh Steeler for long. Now, yeah. of course, that you know that's not really going out on a limb. My God, man! You know, clearly that type of cancerous behavior and attitude. they said he's starting this week. I mean, Tomlin said he's going to start him, but uh, man, and that's, Dude, they, they and don't they don't have they, they don't have much else. Of a choice. <laughs> yeah, Rodney, they don't have much of a choice. I know, I know, and that's where that's where I really you know it, it does concern me for Pittsburgh. To where it's like, man, you that organization has put themselves in such a it's hole right now. Said, it's the it's the word you just used right there, organization, right? And Jake mm -hmm. hits this thing right on the mm -hmm. head here. First, uh, Claypool, now Pickens, right? It's a yep. culture thing. Yeah, it's a, and it. I'm a that's I'm a Tomlin it. guy. I actually like Tomlin, but you and but me it's both. Clear that sometimes organizations just need to change and get new structure in there, right? I think Tomlin's going to have tremendous success in the NFL. I just think right now. Maybe the locker room isn't isn't responding to the regime, right? Or yep. maybe, call me crazy, maybe the Roonies aren't exactly adapting to modern day football. Dude, that that's the big thing. That is the big thing to me, where where it really does seem like these these organizations that have been doing it the same way successfully for a long time, they just don't adapt to the way football has changed. And, I mean, and I'm, it I'm has. Gonna sit there. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the. The former before I take the latter. I don't really think that it's all on the Roonies here or all on Tomlin. I think whoever's running that, bad, yeah, yeah, they've made yeah. some made some bad personnel decisions, mm -hmm. brought in some bad uh, some bad pieces that are cancerous in the locker room. I think if you rid that and then make some better player choices and better player decisions and evaluations and get that culture built back up right in your locker room, I think you'll be fine. I think. Don't think the Pittsburgh Steelers have to strip everything down to scratch and rebuild a new foundation. I think the foundation is still strong and in, in, in really decent yeah. structure to where they mm -hmm. can just, you know, remove a couple of, of shingles or whatnot off the roof and be able to piece this thing back together, man. The house yeah. isn't busted for the Steelers. They just need to, to make a couple of, you know, reparations. Yeah, a little, uh, a little restorations, exactly. Oh, and the whole, the, the whole thing was, you know, I think a lot of folks when it was Matt Canada, you know, when Canada's out the door, it's like, okay, well, that's going to fix the problem. No, it's not. I mean, because you, you can't fix that in a fucking week, get rid of one dude. Um, they still have to address the quarterback problem. They still have to go wag. That's like the big part of the issue, Rodney. The big part of the issue is the it quarterback. Is. Right? They have awful it's quarterback play. Well, not only that, Wags, you, you and I talk about it all the time. You got to fix that offensive line. I mean, you can you can put whoever the hell you want back there, but man, if he ain't got no time and he's not protected and he's got coming, no, you're right. Somebody coming off the back shoulder, you're gonna get destroyed. You're right. Man. Arguably one of the worst five, one of the bottom of the barrel, bottom of the barrel for NFL offensive lines. Yes, yes, it's horrible. Sure. And and that's where you, you know, speaking of bad football, I mean, the last few days that I've been watching some of these bowl games, like that that team that played UTSA um, on, on Tuesday night or whenever that was, Marshall, I guess it was. Marshall, yeah, yeah, the game last night. Oh my God, man, that is horrible football. It's like shit. Is there not anything better than this? <laughs> but we've talked about that as well this year, to where it's like the parody is great, but man, there is some horrible football that's going right. on right now. So what in <laughs> your know, mind did did LA did the Rams last night show you everything that they needed? Did they convince you that they are a playoff team? Well, or, know, or was that just the Rams benefiting from playing a middle of the road? Saints team that just can't kind of figure it out. I think that's a part of it. It's a lot of both right there to where they're playing a Saints team that that I mean, I kind of feel like they're putting up the white flag, so to speak. But it um, I, I just really think that that with like you talked about with the receivers and with Stafford, I mean, Stafford is Stafford is somebody where where we talk about quarterback play in the NFL. We talk about the struggles of quarterbacks. Matt Stafford, I mean, I don't care what you say about him. If you don't like his wife for talking shit the way she does, it, it's uh, is man. Thing? Is that okay. is that like is that like people are sour on Stafford because of his wife? 
Yeah, Kelly Stafford, she kind of seems to, you know, just say things from time to time. Kind of like... Hold, uh, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Pat Mahomes gets a pass with Brittany Murphy. Or not Brittany Murphy, Brittany Mahomes. But but I don't even I don't even know Matt Stafford's wife. That's the thing. Like, she's not even in the news. Kelly, Kelly's been doing it a little longer, you know, but... Uh, the whole thing is she's kind of she's kind of I missed that I missed that parade. Nah, I'm sorry, dude. I, I get into all that dumb shit right there. So it's like, eh, you know, that you ain't gotta apologize. Just just direct me to traffic. Direct yeah, me that to stuff traffic. ties me in. Look her up. Kelly Stafford, great young lady. Yeah. Um, but uh, she does. She tends to start speaking about things where it's like, okay, just stick to being just stick to being the the great mom of those children and be his wife and just you know whatever let uh, let him do the talking on the field you know you know whatever um speaking about talking well speaking about talking on the field Rodney um you know Jake has a question for us he he's got his opinion but do you think Stafford is a Hall of Famer quarterback so here's the here's the criteria in the rubric that I give in terms of making this decision right when people ask me if I think a quarterback is a Hall of Fame QB, my first question is, well, are they better than Eli Manning? Because I put Eli Manning as the gatekeeper of quarterbacks for the Hall of Fame. Right? Like he's a 500 he's a 500 quarterback, but he also beat Belichick's defense, Super Bowl defense twice. Um so I'm sorry. I, yeah, I can't. I can't keep Eli out of the Super Bowl, so I can't keep Stafford out of the Super Bowl. Even though Stafford started to really benefit off of the game's evolution, uh, because at the start of both of their careers, you were starting to see like three thousand yard seasons and thirty five hundred yard seasons. They were kind of like starting to become the average, right? It started to be the ceiling and then it started to turn into the average. Now you're starting to see 4,000 to 45, you know, and, and maybe, you know, if, if we get that 5,000 yard season, holy shit. Um, but you're starting to see the game evolve a little bit more in, in terms of, you know, quarterback play because it is a quarterback driven league, right? So yeah. I don't, some, I, I do take numbers and stats into consideration but i also have to see the inflation with those numbers right because yep. the game's changed yep. so that's why i usually use the eli rule um mm -hmm. and the eli rule is even though your media your 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 stats say you're mediocre in 500 what are some of those wins what are some of those value wins and those value wins for me were eli beating a bill belichick super bowl team twice yeah the d not tom brady he beat Bill Belichick's defense. He did not beat Tom Brady. Everybody like he go he faced head to head against Tom Brady, but Eli was not throwing against Tom Brady to win the game. I know people want to spin that narrative or whatnot, but it was Brady going up against uh, Spagnola's defense, and it was uh, Eli going up against Belichick's defense. If you really want to break down the whole technicalities of shit, that's how it happened. Well, Anyways, I mean, I know we like I know we like to say you know oh he beat Brady twice, and I'm not. You know, I'm I'm a Giants fan here. You know, but still, like, yeah, Brady lost. Brady I mean, lost to the Giants defense. He didn't lose to Eli Manning. Well, it, but, but the whole thing is, I mean, when you kind of look at that, is in in the chronicles of football history, Eli Manning has two Super Bowl wins. Um, and, and that's and that's really going to be is the Eli thing right there. Is Eli an MVP to you? <laughs> On those days, maybe. On Shut those up. days, is Eli, maybe, is Eli Manning a, a Hall of Fame quarterback? He, he, he uh, yes, yes. Okay, yes. Okay, because 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 you have so many guys like I mean like Dan Marino, I mean never won, you know never won a championship. It took Elway all that time to finally do it. You know when he did. I mean Manning, you know, hey game manager. Here we go again. But but talking back to let's talk about Stafford. So let's talk about Stafford. Well, I'm, is Eli Manning a Hall of Fame quarterback? Yes. Absolutely. Then, Matt, then, then that would answer my question. Matt Stafford yes. is, a hall, is a Hall of Fame quarterback. Well, and not only that. I mean, the whole Manning effect. Shit, you know he's going to be a Hall of Famer now. Oh, I mean, come that, on, man. You come could on, also man. argue that he had one of the hardest stadiums and hardest venues to throw in, dude. Well, you know how that goes, dude. He's a Manning. He's a Manning. They're going to put the him out of here. I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you a stat that I did see. Um, 
there is a quarterback. Is it no? It's Purdy. It's Brock Purdy. Arch Manning, dude. Makes I saw more that. Money, I saw makes that. More money than Brock I'm looking Purdy. for it. I'm looking for it right now. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Holy hell. Yeah. Arch Manning yeah. makes more money than Brock Purdy does. Yeah. Just in terms of NIL, right? If you take Brock Purdy's NFL contract and look at the contract that Arch Manning has with NIL, it's more. Flags. Arch, God dang it, where'd it go? Um, Arch Manning made over $3.2 million in NIL money this year as the backup quarterback of Texas. Brock Purdy, the quarterback of the number one seeded San Francisco 49ers and MVP favorite, made $870,000. What the fuck? <laughs> what a world. Manning. Manning, I'll tell you. What a time to be alive, my guys. What a time to be alive. But but Stafford, um, can, can, Wags, real quick. Right, ahead, do, the Stafford Stafford thing, do the Stafford thing. Especially at some point, we do got to talk about the Barry Sanders thing. I know we're kind of running thin. Damn, on I forgot about that too. All right. We'll, we'll get back to that. But, but here's the other thing with Stafford. Stafford did a lot of really good things in a bad situation. I mean, this dude, when you talk about stats, when you talk about different things right there, and there were playoff opportunities there for Detroit. Bro, he, he had he had arguably one of the best wide receivers of all time playing with him, though. For a while. For a while. For a while. But it, it, but but that's not a bad thing. That's not no, a bad I'm, thing. I'm, I mean, no, I'm not. Megatron, when people say I mean, that he didn't have a team around him, I'm, I'm like, right. well, let's, let's remember Megatron. Well, and, and I think the other part of it is, and, and I think I thought it was such a cool thing that when that new regime came into Detroit, that, that you, you know, with the coach and the GM, that they're like, they let him go. They're, they're like, look, go. I think going to Los Angeles or going to the Rams, whatever they were at the time, I don't remember where the fuck they were at the time, but going off, even with everything that he had in place and winning that Super Bowl, he solidified his legacy right there to be a Hall of right. Fame guy. And, and and he's a great quarterback because look at him now. I mean, to do, to do a little older in age, get, get, getting a little older in the tooth. Yeah, and, and, and that, that, window still for, that window for the Rams has shrunk drastically, right? And yeah. that's, that's the thing too, like, the Rams are in in position to make a run and get into the playoffs here. What they got they got to play the Giants and they got to play the 49ers, right? They're mm-hmm. going to split with that. They'll probably beat the Giants and they'll probably lose to the 49ers and they'll get into the playoffs here. They're they're sitting at the 6 spot right now. I feel like that I feel like they can keep it. Let, let me take a look at this. Um I feel like they can keep pace. I don't know who's sitting behind. I think Seattle is behind them at 7. Yeah. 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 Um, it, it's a juggernaut right behind them. Um, with the Rams, that, that win for the Rams on Sunday was huge. I mean, yeah, I, I the Vikings, really- Seattle, Vikings, Seattle, and then of course the Saints just dropped, so they're going to lose the head-to-head split on that. So, um, yeah, between you know between the Vikings, the Saints, Seahawks, and the Rams, guys, I got the Rams getting the six spot. Yeah, I got the Rams yeah. getting in, especially after what I saw last night. Being that their schedule is, it's going to be a, a, a split. But hell, they could. I don't think that it's going to happen. But there's a chance that they could potentially upset San Francisco. I mean, San Francisco's got the got locked up with the one right now. But if things happen to where San Francisco might have to get a chance to to yeah. rest some people, yeah, there there could be a chance to where the Rams upset San Francisco when they're upset or when they're resting, you know, their starters or whatnot. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, again, man, if, if you had, if you still want to, you know, make make some bets in the desert there, and you know, putting down a a a, a damn um, proposition bet on who's going to get the sixth spot, take a, yeah. take a flyer on the Rams. I think it's going to happen, man. You might not get a good return right now because the the future kind of looks yeah. the crystal ball is kind of shaping up to where we think the Rams are going to get in, but it's worth a flyer. What's yeah. up? Jake, it, it, I love that Stafford versus an old team in the first round, huh? You, you know, uh-huh. the thing about it is Stafford's not bitter at them. I, I mean, I think Stafford is eternally yeah, great. I don't think, um, to them. I don't think golf He's is like, bitter either you. anymore. No, Do you think golf that. is bitter at the Rams? Hell no. Are you kidding? I think I think yeah. both quarterbacks are happy. I think all parties are happy in this move, right? That that worked out great for them. That that was a great dual divorce right there uh, for both of those guys because it allowed them to go and, uh, for one thing, further their career. Uh, for Stafford, all the questions, you know, is he an elite quarterback? Well, yeah, he went and proved that he was. And for Goff, is he a bust? Well, no, he's not. 
So right. um, I think that worked out great. Hey, right quick, Wags, before we dive out of here, it's only an hour coming up, and I guarantee you they're still going to be talking about National Signing Day, Transfer Portal. There's a lot that's still going on as we are just a few days out from the Sugar Bowl. And, of course, we will have lots of coverage from NOLA for you guys, but we got to talk about Covert B-Cave. Three state-of-the-art dealerships, seven different brands of those new pre-owned cars, trucks, SUVs. They have everything that you need right there. Buicks, GMCs, Cadillacs, Chryslers, Dodge, Jeeps, and Rams. Covert Ford and Chevrolet out in Hutto. And of course, the Fords and the Lincolns in Austin, 183 Research Boulevard. Also serving all or uh, servicing all makes and models of those family trucksters. Family truckster, that's a Christmas vacation. Chevy Chase vacation thing right there that I'm kind of dropping right there. The family truckster. 86 service bays. They will take care of all that for you. Minimal weight, so get you in and out the door. Of course, those weekly specials at covertbcave.com. Check out holiday specials as well. But once the New Year's over, go the following week and you will find weekly specials all of that there for you serving generations of central texans since 1909 it is a covert family our friends at covertbk.com and as i like to say nobody beats a covert deal i'm sure uh, nobody beats a covert deal ever and sure as hell i don't even know what i'm trying to say nobody beat the covert deal not now sure as hell not ever oh my god no they don't man all right we got a question coming up from longhorn bear right now uh nakua left on the bench how about that you just got a, a little bit of a gift there from your opponent um and in favor of Mostert, will roheem Mostert get stuffed by the cowboys that's a good question because, I mean, total defense has the Cowboys at six overall, right? But also, they're they're very susceptible to the run. Mm-hmm. That's the one, like, I feel like they get gouged on the run a pretty damn good bit. Now, Cowboys fans and, and faithful, you know, scream at me here if I'm wrong, uh, but I feel like you guys are pretty susceptible to the run. And Mostert and A-Chain, they, the fish know how to run. Hell. The fish know how to score. Yeah. Uh, that's the thing, right? And you got to think that McDaniel and company isn't going to want to put two in a bad situation. And that bad situation is thrown into that secondary of the Cowboys, right? So I'd like to think that there's going to be some decent ground and pound coming and some decent running schemes coming from the fish here going up against the Cowboys. Uh, the opposition that you're going up against uh, did you a favor by benching Puka Nakua but he also had probably the right kind of mindset thinking that Mostert was going to get a decent game going up against the Cowboys. I don't think he'll he'll have a 30-point game like Nakua put up, but there's yeah. a pretty damn good chance that Mostert could get about 15 points here. Yeah, um, I totally agree. I mean, th- this really is going to be a shootout right here. I think this th- this game is going to say a lot with the Dolphins and the Cowboys as to which which team do we feel is more legit. I mean, because there, there's questions on both of them. We've talked about the, uh, you know, over 500 records for both of these teams. It's like, okay, which which one of them is going to nut up and, and, and be the one? Um, Wags, let's I do want to Let's pull this stat up real quick. Good find here by Daryl G, man. 2012 Megatron's most receiving yards in a season, 1964. 2021 Cup, second most receiving yards in a season, 1947. Nakua, 147 yards away from the most receiving receiving yards in a season by a rookie. Their QB, Matt Stafford, the common denominator. The Texans. How about that? Love that dude. Great high school career. I mean, Good I followed that there, dude. Darryl. Yeah, I followed that dude for a long time, you know, as he made his way through high school, you know, into college. And 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 he's great. He's a good quarterback. I mean, there's no doubt about it. He is definitely one of the great ones. Wags, I think one of the things uh, I was going to mention to you today, I think it's uh, super um, kind of floating under the map a little bit that today is actually supposed to happen about an hour ago, I think. I'm not sure on the time zones, but the uh, Florida State University Board of Trustees meeting this morning to try to figure out what are they going to do? What's going to go on right here? Bye-bye. I've seen... They're leaving. They're getting the hell out of there. I've seen Big Ten. I've heard some discussion, possibly the SEC, but I've heard that maybe Florida and some of those teams in the SEC don't want them. They're going to reject their ass. Maybe they end up in the Big 12. Maybe they end up in the new revamped Big 12. I see him in the Big 10. Um, and here's why. 
I feel like they never really truly belonged in the ACC. Like even when the Seminoles came into the ACC, they were clearly the favorite in almost anything that they did, except for basketball. Um, yeah. ACC has always had, you know, the basketball, the championships for ACC basketball has, has always gone through Greensboro, North Carolina. And when I mean that, I mean like Tobacco Road, uh, not just where, you know, they hold the, the, ACC championships for basketball, but it's either going to be a Tar Heel school, uh, a Blue Devil school, or hell, you know, back in the day, you know, Wake Forest could, could actually play. Uh, you know, that was, again, that was back in the day. Um, but yeah, man, usually, you know, Florida State, you know, since the gestation or their arrival of the ACC, they have dominated in, uh, in collegiate football. Yeah. Well. I think the SEC is completely full with football right like they have they have studs they, they don't need any more studs they don't they don't need Florida football State. programs yeah, right no. and also you have florida down there i wouldn't want to take away from the florida tennessee rivalry at all um i would love to see florida state and miami both go to the big 10 as a matter mm -hmm. of fact uh, the, I, I don't know how much longer the acc actually has uh in terms of of you know air in, in their lungs for terms of life expectancy or whatnot. But yeah, um, the ACC yeah. is, is dying. It, it just seems like it's dying. Right. And if yeah. Florida state leaves, they're all, it's they're all damn near yeah. dead. Um, yeah. I can see Clemson leaving for the big 10, you know, eventually and whatnot. I don't, I, I don't understand the, I don't understand the geographical layout of all things. Right. Like, I don't know how you can call them the big 12 or how, how you can call them the pack or that's well, stupid. The pack 12 that's or whatnot. Dumb. But I don't yeah. know how yeah. you can, you're going to have to re you're going to have to, you know, rebrand the conferences or, or the title or, or the, the names of the conferences, especially if you're going to add Florida state into the big 10 or whatnot. Chip ain't Kelly's got it anymore, right. And they're more, and it's more than just big. It's how uh, you might want to call it the conglomerate 20 or some yeah. shit like that. I don't, yeah. I don't know. Tried, here's, here's the deal on that. Wags. It, it's not, you, we got to stop looking at these conference names as regional conferences. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, at, at some point, but how do how do we how well, do we uncondition our mind to do well, that? Well, but I, you you don't. Uh, you, you just have to you just have to roll with the times. I think we're going to a model similar to what Chip Kelly has talked about, which I don't know if oh, you heard right. Chip Kelly's comments. Yeah, yeah, we talked about that yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Joe Klatt's talked about it. I know our Jordan and I, our colleague Josh Payton, 24-7 Sports, has talked about it. We're getting closer to a model where big-time college football, those top, you know, 64, 65-ish teams, whatever, big-time Power 5 football has to break off and be its That's own it. entity. You can't, when we talk about revenue sharing, governance, all of that stuff, College football is on so much of a different playing field. Like even yep. even like the men's basketball discussion. Like, does the NCAA tournament make a lot of money? Yeah, but in the grand scheme of things, man, it is peanuts compared to what yep. you're talking about with what the yep. CFP makes and what these conferences make with their football television deals. So basically, what you're going to have, Wags, is you're going to have the the SEC will, for lack of a better term, be the equivalent of the NFC, and right. Big Ten will, for lack of a better term, be the equivalent of the yep. AFC. You know, yeah. so that's just what's just what yeah. it's going to be. I think what happens, Jeff, is is with that. I mean, and Chip Kelly, you know, having the balls to actually go out and say, okay, here's what I think needs to happen. I mean, I, I thought that was great. I mean, I think what you what you run into is getting rid of of conferences and all that. Is you have college football, is what you have. Yeah, you have pretty much. Football. Well, here here's the deal too. I mean, Jordan can talk about this because Jordan's as dialed into the NIL scene as anybody. Uh, you know, we, you see, you know, I know on three's got their NIL valuations and everybody talks about numbers that are getting thrown out there from what, you know, Jordan, like you talked about what a big time power five quarterback is going to get in terms of NIL money. But like, let's take, let's take your, I don't know. Let's pick a guy on the Texas roster, like, uh, and Xavier worthy, right? Like what? What would a guy like Xavier Worthy be if Xavier Worthy entered the transfer portal right now and wanted to play somewhere else his senior year? What would Xavier Worthy's market value be? Because why? Why I say that? I think there's a perception that there's just millions upon millions of dollars getting thrown around in terms of nil money. I I think, and I don't know where Jordan's going to go with this. He might be getting ready to prove me wrong. I think it's a very it's a, it's a fraction of. Yeah the players in power five football that are making the kind of money that everybody assumes everybody's making. Right. Right. Um, a guy like worthy in the portal, probably starting bid 
Um, and whenever I'm about to say this number, I mean the number that a collective would give him as guaranteed. Um, but he probably would get around, I think it'd start at 600. Around yeah, there. I was going to say about five. About five, yeah. I was going to say about five, so, yeah. Damn. But you're talking about an All-American wide receiver, an All-American punt returner. That's not to say that, you know. Right. That's tough. Yeah. That's tough. And I'm not going to disrespect the guy fixing mention, but like Hayden Connor, you're starting left mm-hmm. guard. Hayden Connor's mm-hmm. not going into the portal and getting 600 grand. Right. You know. Mm-mm. Right. Yeah. So it's just a, it's yeah. college football is a different man. It's a different deal. And the in the NIL money, like I know for Texas, man, it's it's starting to change. But like baseball had been horrifically underfunded, for lack of a better term, in, in terms of NIL money. Yeah. So yeah, it's just. You, it's it's just going to completely change wax. Yeah, like you said, it'll be college world. football will be its own. It's its own. It's its own damn brand. That's for sure, yep. man. It's, mm-hmm. it's its own atmosphere. It's own they don't world. need anybody. Right, guys, I got here, I got to roll. Um, I can't wait to hear your all show, man. It's time for it's only an hour. Thank you guys for tuning in for Chaos Theory. We appreciate that. Have a happy holiday and Merry Christmas, guys. Merry Christmas, guys. Y'all take care.